0: You're listening to the A-Team Health and Fitness Podcast with your hosts, Adam Kelly and Alan James. Join Adam and Alan as they dive into all things nutrition, training, mindset, and also bring on world-class experts within their respective fields to help you kickstart your journey towards transforming your life. Grab a coffee, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show.
1: So are we going
0: to talk about managing expectations? Yeah, that sounds absolutely spot on because I, the only reason why I wanted to bring this up is because I was speaking to one of my clients the other day. Um, I'm not going to say any names, obviously, <laughs> for the purpose of these episodes, not going to say any names, but um, it was almost like not willing to put in, put in the work to achieve your goal. And the thing which God brought it up was not reducing portion sizes of his meal and then not... Managing how much was in there or having any idea of it, and just said you have to finish your food because you kind of grow up with a mindset of you got to finish your plate. I think that's a stereotypical mother's thing to do, isn't it? Where yeah, she like, oh, get offended. Got <laughs> yeah, you she get offended, but then you got to be in mind like what? Like she's probably the reason why you are a bit fat. And uh, it was uh, a conversation that I had. and He was talking about how his mother uh, always cooked food and how he always had to finish it and how he wasn't willing to not finish his plates of food. So I said, well, are you willing to have smaller plates of food? And he said, that's not up to him. That's up to his mother. And I was kind of just like, well, your is fat loss and therefore your mother is now dictated about the fat you will be losing because you're not willing to say no to the remainder of the food on the plate. And I thought that was really interesting how he wasn't, accepted the fact that he wasn't losing weight but not accepted the fact that he wasn't willing to reduce the portion sizes
1: that's a very kind of interesting discussion because then all of a sudden then he wants a certain set of values for himself so obviously he highly wants to lose some fat and improve his shape and then He's trying to please himself but also not be offended and have his mom say well you have to eat your plate and you have to finish your food and she's she gets the finger out and she's pointing everything so i definitely do think like as a coach we need to have that kind of conversation with a client to understand like, i suppose to help them understand what they're getting themselves into and fat loss isn't like it's not rocket science you just need to understand what you're trying to achieve, and something has to give. You have to change somewhere. And I would probably have the conversation with her just to say, okay, well, like, this is what I'm trying to do. She probably is probably going to be on board. And, like, at the end of the day, there's loads of ways that you can go about this that we'll cover, like, in future episodes. Like, if you are going to your mom's to have a certain meal and you want to eat that meal and you want to have that larger plate and you want to finish that food. Okay, well then we could just do, it's off the top of my head, we could do an intermittent style fasting approach. We just save them calories from the early part of the day and then you can eat that full plate and there's no awkward discussion and she's not getting offended, you're not getting offended and you're still smashing your fat loss
0: but who's saying that she is offended cuz has he even had that conversation in the first place to find out that she would be it's just a mother's thing to do is to put more food on the plate if you would say no and uh, ah not at the moment. I I'm I I'm trying, I'm trying to keep my calories low or I'm trying you know I am actually you could legitimately just say mom I'm stuffed like you'd literally just say that um but what we'll say that I just think that most people haven't had that actual conversation and in their head, they're thinking this is what's gonna happen. So they're preempting the response, which isn't even a real thing. So it's all in their own head.
1: Yeah, 100%. So like, again, like for that client then he's gonna, or he or she would have to have that conversation and they're probably, it's probably not gonna be that bad. Like they're probably gonna support your goals anyway. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, so like you're as exactly what you're saying. They're trying to make something up in their head that's making the situation out to be a lot worse than it actually is. And a simple conversation to just, okay, we'll say, okay, this is
0: what I'm trying to achieve. She might be like, sound, and you're like, oh, happy days. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's when you go, go deep down to the goals as well. So what is the goal? Fat loss. So um, what's the obstacles? That's obviously your mother's cooking. And then you've got to kind of like put that into order of like priority. Like what's more important? Like get into shape or like it's, it's, I'd say that's not a offend. It's not an, a mother, offending your mother's situation. That's a gluttony problem. That is, I'm being a little bit piggy and that that little bit of pigginess doesn't match my goals. And that's what it comes down to in that situation from my opinion. And it's just a very easy excuse to use your mother saying, I'll offend her. Nah, you just want to eat the food, mate.
1: And like this can be like not even with your like herself or your mom or your dad or whoever's cooking your meals. This could be like your weekends with the lads as well. Like you want to get shredded, but you don't want to hang your weekends. Like okay, well, something has to give. You can't keep doing the same thing of getting slammed every single weekend and having hangover food on the Sunday and get ridiculously shredded because the life that you're trying to live isn't conducive to the goals that you want. So like acutely in the short period of time in order to get abs or whatever the goal is for fat loss, something has to give. And you may need to say, "Okay, well, I'm going to put my hand up here to achieve some fat loss is more of a priority right now than getting absolutely shit faced every single weekend. But when I get absolutely shredded, I'm going to go on holidays. I can go back to that lifestyle that I actually want. And you actually realize that it's actually not that hard to maintain once you get there. But in order to get there, you have to give up something. Uh, But a lot of time, people don't understand the true meaning of their goals. It's very easy to say that I want fat loss. When you go to action fat loss, it's a total new thing.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. It's like it is just the approach of like that, like gluttony and managing the expectations alongside like how greedy do you want to be? Because let's face it, uh, like you said, you want to get shredded for the holiday, but you kind of still want to eat that food. I was like, well, which one do you want more? like where's that balance and where does it fit in because uh, it's always the the complicated um, and that difficult conversation that you have to have just saying like do you actually want that goal
1: and like I think as well like if you can attach a significant why like as we always talk about like to that goal so like just kind of use that example of getting shredded for a holiday or whatever to look unreal in like a swimsuit or something like how will that make you feel when you go to Spain for the first time that you haven't been able to wear a swimsuit or go to the beach without your top on forever how is that going to make you feel you're probably like jesus like oh my god this is unbelievable and then you could say how would it make you feel if you didn't achieve that well fuck i'm not going to hold it well then yeah. the meaning behind your goal is going to be so much greater than having the significant acute feeling of this amazing taste of this pizza right now you can have a pizza like any day of the week you want but is it going to be conducive to what you really want when you go to that beach because remember we have a holiday we have a photo shoot or something like that that date is always getting closer so like something has to give unfortunately and lots of people don't want to do that
0: I do find the countdown part actually helps though because you kind of have that end goal in mind it works fantastically well for me the second you know like all right you're going away in like like 28 30 days you're kind of like oh it's quite it's a lot easier to kind of stick to it which is why i implement a lot of like countdown days to my clients every single client on their check-ins i'm like right we're going to probably take some sort of mini break or something oh you've actually got a family wedding and then how strict can you be for that like 15 days and then it's kind of like oh, i can do that and then you for, for that duration if it was that fifth the bigger that date that countdown the less committed they kind of are. So if it was like, oh, it's like 50 days, oh, I could salvage you the last two weeks, I can salvage you the last three weeks. The bigger that countdown day is, the more likely they are to like fall off the wagon a little bit. Whereas if it was like, oh, you got a week of eating clean. Most people smash that, don't they?
1: I told brain fart, there's nothing in my head now.
0: <laughs> you edit that one out, mate. Oh, you go, oh, I had a brain fart, and you just cut that out.
1: <laughs> so what I was going to say is that like when... We have these goals and expectations and stuff like that. It's as we kind of talked about at the start when we say fat loss or whatever it is. A lot of the time, we don't attach a why to it. But a lot of the time, we actually leave it as an open-ended goal. You never like, okay, I want to lose some fat. How much? What do you want to look like? When's the date? Like if you don't ever hand yourself... A kind of a specific end date for in mind is always going to be open ended, and you can nearly justify your actions every single weekend or whatever it is. To oh, yeah, like I've like, I actually don't have a holiday to get in shape for, so I can have this weekend away or whatever. But as you said, like if you have that countdown thing, or I have six weeks to get ready for a photo shoot, or I have eight weeks for a wedding, or I have 12 weeks to go on holiday with the lads, okay, well, but that kind of 12 weeks, I kind of have an end goal in mind, and me going to the beach with no top on actually makes me feel really happy. And that's something that I'm willing to sacrifice for the time being. But if we leave that open-ended goal, okay, I'll go on holiday some stage. I want to be lean. Well, then you're always going to be stuck in limbo all the time. And the things that you fear are obstacles, you won't ever overcome them because
0: you don't have an end date in mind. Yeah, that's pretty sweet.
1: Great brain fart. (laughs) Great,
0: that was the brain fart. And now I've just brain farted on why I was about to say. that. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, it is one of those things with, with clients though. It's like I always find you can get someone in a consultation. You can like I always you know, you got to ask people why they want to achieve their goals just to see if you want to work with them more than anything. And if, they, if they're not that asked for their goal, sometimes they're like, oh, "I'm sorry, I don't really want to work with you because you don't care about the goal. You just want me to come train you," which is cool, and I I get that, but I want to work with people that have that deep why because I know for a fact that they're going to put the effort in and they're going to be a very pleasant person to work with. You can have people in a consultation. I remember I had a consultation before. I had the guy in tears because we were talking about why he wants to achieve his goal and what made him realise that he needed personal training. And he said that he didn't take his top off on the beach and he literally went to um, the toilets on the side of the beach And he just felt like crying because there were people there in shape and he didn't want to take his top off on the beach. And like, you can imagine how flipping horrendous that must feel in the long long run. And that, for me, is an inspiring person to work with because he's literally just like, he's committed now, isn't he? But what I find really interesting is when that pizza gets put in front of even that guy with that deep burning desire of why, it's almost like they forget about it just for that moment of the pizza. Do you know what I mean? There's Mm a forgetfulness and that is a, Thing which is a reoccurring. Oh yeah, I forgot. Oh, I've forgotten about that thing which really upsets me, it makes me cry. Or they put some sort of block out that ignore it, and it's almost as if what is coming in the way of you noticing that that's the reason why you're upset. Like, where does that come in? Like, come from?
1: I am um, think just one thing. I have a thought. There is like. When we look at these goals and expectations as well, I think we need to manage the perception of what the goal looks like in the client's mind. So when we hear fat loss in our world, people think shredded. And a lot of the time they have a certain picture in their head of what they will look like in six, 12 weeks time. And they get to the end and they're never happy. And um, because the goal that they identified at the start was never the true meaning of the goal because they're judging the perception of what it looks like on social media. Okay, fat loss is a guy shredded on stage. No, it's not. Like, fat loss is you losing probably 14 or 15 kilos and getting in the best shape of your life. You may not have abs right now. You may not have huge chest. You may not have a big back. But have you spent a lot of time creating a physique? Potentially not. So then, if that's the case, then... Like, what you actually want is, okay, well, I want to create a physique. Well, then that's going to be a goal that has multiple goals within that goal. So, like, we need to have yeah. fat loss. We probably need to go for a period of time, and then we're going to have to do, like, muscle building for a while, and then we're going to have to go in and do strip you again. Just,
0: you just reminded me. I had a, <laughs> I had a consultation with a lad a couple of weeks back, and um, we were talking about, um, like, what he wants. And you got to bear in mind, this lad... Um, at the time he didn't train he hadn't trained for like a year because of lockdown he was eating he admitted he's currently eating seven takeaways a week mcdonald's subway and everything and then he showed me a picture of the transformation from my website that he was aspiring to he said like i think this transformation is amazing and it was a it was a picture of my transformation <laughs> And I said, oh, sweet. I said like, okay, that's wicked. And I, I do actually, I highly appreciate the fact that you looked at that and you thought that was an epic transformation. And you know, I agree with you because <laughs> it was it was hard work. I said, but do you realize that that image there, that 12 week transformation was flipping 10 years of building that muscle, probably like years of developing that mindset, that frame of mind, getting eliminated the bad habits that I had. I said a 12 week transformation for you is eating only two takeaways a week. If I can get you in 12 weeks' time to only be in two takeaways a week, I'm going to consider that a freaking win because you're currently eating seven takeaways a week.
1: And in that period of time, he doesn't have to give up his whole life. He can still make fat loss goals or weight loss goals. He can lose some centimetres. His waist is smaller. He feels a lot more confident. He's not aspiring to being a, like an Olympian or a stage competitor. So you need to go back to what we said to start. We need to.
0: Oh no! I think manage... I think he actually was aspiring to be. But like I in think, general, I, then I th- I think it's not an appreciation of what it actually takes from that. Like once yeah, you get, exactly. So... Expectations for that side of things. Like I I said to him. Ah, oh, cool. Ah, oh, in order for me to achieve this, I was down to one thousand five hundred calories a day. I was down to doing. Um, Like 15,000 steps, along with five cardio sessions a week on the spin bike of 30 minutes at a time. And I was doing six weight training sessions a week, and I was dying my ass off to progressively overload while literally not having the evening meal with my girlfriend, where I would, you know, I drink a protein shake instead. And you're eating seven takeaways a week and want to achieve that in 12 weeks? Yeah. That's another way managing expectations needs to be brought into it.
1: What's the best way of putting this? I suppose you're painting a picture in his or her head of what the outcome looks like. Um, Because if you can change that then And you can show them some people Okay, this is what true fat loss looks like Like you don't need a gym for fat loss You just need to focus on flipping the biggest rocks That we'll get to in future episodes But that's a big thing We need to like manage these expectations The perceptions of the picture Inside the client's mind or your mind If you listen to this And it's kind of like you action what you get out of it. Something has to change in order for you to get to that goal. And remember, like, if you have a crazy goal, there's probably a lot of goals within that goal that will take a long period of time.
0: Like the dude from where he's at right now wanting to get that absolute six pack in six weeks. It's like, it's not achievable. But what you can do is you can start weight training, uh, stop like having that may take ways a week and have, instead of having seven, have two. You could start hitting your 10K steps because at the moment you're doing 3K. And bro, like that alone just done consistently for a long time is going to get you well on your way to it but even if you did do what I was doing in the 12 week period like you can get a good crack of the way I can imagine but you couldn't stick to it
1: and as well just kind of one thing that I will always say kind of as a practitioner there needs to be a big health component to all of these goals in my opinion Now, don't get me wrong, when we push things to to the extreme, there will be a period of time acutely where it's probably not the most healthy um, for an individual in so many ways. But for a lot of clients... (laughs) neither's
0: eating eaten seven takeaways a week.
1: But then when you look at this person, then the seven takeaways for argument's sake, if he only had two, he could potentially be saving 50 quid a week for the next four weeks which will pay for his coaching package or whatever he's getting for his pt or something he's going to get healthier he's going to get fitter he's going to get stronger he's going to get happier he'll probably have a support network there to help him with all the struggles that he has not that you're a shrink or you're like you're Uh, in a separate lane but it's just kind of like okay he has never thought about all this and then all of a sudden along these eight ten twelve weeks or whatever we have to quantify the goal he's after achieving fat loss he feels confident he feels happy he's still enjoying life and he achieved his goal Do you know what I mean? So I definitely think that's a kind of a cool thing to look at. We definitely need to look at our goals and what we're truly trying to achieve. Because if you action that, you're going to be happy at the end of it. But if you keep actioning what you think it's going to look like and you never get there, you will never take happiness from all the work you've stuck in for the last 12 yeah. weeks and you feel like a failure at the end of it. And I think that's so wrong.
0: It's like that managing the expectations. Like There's like the two sides of the coin, isn't it? There's the people who can't manage their expectations who think, oh, I'm going to go, but bo- I'm currently doing nothing, but I want to go balls deep and get a result in 12 weeks. And then there's the people who said, don't even want to get started because they think that it is that amount of work. Well, if you like weighted up of what it actually takes. It's just doing a small 1% change, but just doing it consistently for a longer period of time. And like, that's it. That is like, that's how I coach. Anyway, I, I always like take the client from where they are. Um, I kind of always have an idea of, you know, ah, uh, the bodybuilding lifestyle, you know, what it was an optimal sort of way of living, but you don't have to do that. But if we can get you 1% there or 2% closer, happy days, just more, just, each week tweak
1: it a little bit more like I think we could nearly end on this note here it would be kind of like I like to kind of use the thought process of kind of like meet the person like exactly where they are right now it just exactly like what you said but if we look at like a kind of a skyscraper or something and we have an elevator in there they're probably in the basement right now just get them to the ground floor just get 100%. to the ground floor and then we can scale up as we go eventually you get to the top how long is it going to take how long is a piece of string how many flights are in this skyscraper and it's that type of mentality that along the way to get from the basement to that top floor there could be 5 or 10 goals along the way and that's did the you kind see, of the uh, way it is
0: Yeah, did you see James Clear's quote the pro- yesterday on his Insta improving by 1% isn't particularly notable sometimes not even noticeable but it can be far more meaningful especially in the long run
1: happy days and I happy think on days. that note we will end the first episode there hope you enjoyed it leave a rating on iTunes and all that jazz and we'll catch you in the next one So a massive thank you for tuning in to the podcast. If you found some value from this episode, make sure that you share this with some friends and family members. It would really help the podcast out a lot. We would love it if you could share this on your social media channels. Make sure that you tag myself and Aled so that we can thank you personally. On to the next episode. Chat soon.